Jacques Fesch was a thief and a murderer. He was born into a wealthy family in France in 1930. He became a, a school dropout and he pursued a life of leisure and pleasure. When he was 21, he married a young woman named Perrette. She was pregnant with his child. Jacques' parents were fiercely anti-Semitic, and Perrette's father was Jewish. So the mother, Jacques' mother, offered Jacques one million francs if he would leave her and the family. And so having no morals, he took the money and ran. And he came up with this grand scheme. He thought that he would sail away in his dreamboat to the South Pacific. The boat cost two million francs, but his parents refused to give him the money. So he decided he would steal it. And so with gun in hand, he entered a currency office. The man in the office tried to reason with him. Jacques hit him over the head with his gun, took the money and ran. The officer, the, the man in the office was able to sound the alarm and the police chased after Jacques Fesch. And when one of the policemen drew his gun and screamed at him to stop, Jacques took out his own gun and shot the police officer in the heart and the police officer died. So Jacques Fesch found himself in prison awaiting the death penalty. The prison chaplain and even Jacques' own lawyer tried to lead him to the Lord. His lawyer was a man of faith. They were trying to help Jacques come to faith, but he rejected their help. He didn't want anything to do with it. But then one day as he lay in bed, he explained that for the first time in his life, he was really suffering, spiritually, emotional anguish. And he cried out to God, my God, he cried out. And in an instant, mystically, Jacques was overcome with what he explained as this sense of infinite kindness and power, God's presence. And then from that moment on, he decided to live a life of deep prayer and penance. So he still, he was put to death, but he died a very saintly man. In fact, he's a servant of God in the church. There, there has been a promotion of his cause for sainthood, for canonization. So what does Jacques Fesch's life and the gospel today have, have in common? The gospel is about Jesus uh, cleansing the temple, right? So Jesus goes into the temple. The temple was built for worship, worship of God. And Jesus is angry because he sees the money changers, people in there profiting from the temple. So he cleanses the temple. He overturns tables. He makes a whip out of court. He's angry. He wants to restore the temple to its proper order. He wants to reorder the temple to worship of God, not to profit making. St. Paul says that we are temples of God, that you and I, you are a temple of the Lord. I am a temple of the Lord. When we were baptized, we became literally God's temple. God dwells in us. 
Now, Jacques Fesch was desecrating his temple. He desecrated his temple his whole life. He lived a life of sin. He was dominated by sin. He was ruled by sin. See, that's what, that's what happens. We all have a tendency to sin. It's called concupiscence, original sin. We all have the tendency to sin. The more we give in to sin, the stronger sin becomes in our lives, right? The more we feed sin, sin begins to dominate us more and more. That's the struggle of the Christian life, the struggle between sin and grace. That's why as Christians, we need to fight against the tendency to sin. And this is the great grace of this season of Lent. I don't know if you're caught in the opening prayer, if you heard it. It's a, it's a very uh, beautiful uh, instruction for what Lent is about. The opening prayer said that prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, that the church gives us these as remedies for sin. See, there is a remedy for sin. It's Jesus Christ. And prayer, fasting, and almsgiving lead us more closely to Jesus. You see, just as Jesus really uh, burst into Jacques' life, if you will, Jacques Fesch gave him a little opening, Jesus came into his life and he reordered Jacques' life just as Jesus reordered the temple. He restored the temple to its proper worship. He restored Jacques Fesch's life to being a child of God. And he wants to do the same for us. We might ask ourselves today, where, where do I need some reordering in my life? Where do I need to be reordered? Where do, I, where do I need refocusing in my life? And the church gives us this great season of grace to focus on that. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving help to reorder us with God's grace. Prayer reorders us because when we pray, we put Jesus Christ at the center of our lives. We keep him as the focus of our lives. That's what happens when we pray, when we make prayer a priority. Fasting reorders our soul because when we fast, we moderate our desires and our passions. Again, sin in us wants to overcome us. So if we feed our passions, if we let our appetites and our passions dominate us, then we can't live as children of God because we're living according to the flesh, not according to the spirit. So fasting moderates our desires. And then almsgiving reorders us because when we give alms, we're focusing on caring for the needs of others rather than ourselves, rather than our own selfish needs. Where do we need to be reordered? Where do we need Jesus to come into our temple to reorder and restore us as Jacques Fesch's life was reordered and restored? We all need that. And we can ask Jesus today as we're praying during this Mass to help us to see. And then we can ask the Lord to give us the grace that Jacques Fesch received. Jacques Fesch just opened the door a little bit when he cried out to the Lord for help, and Jesus came in and completely, radically changed him and made him a saint. Jesus wants to do the same for us. Let us now stand and profess our faith. I believe in one God, 